Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and Julie and I are back, and we have a really fun show for you today. It's called The Five Obvious Truths About Real Estate That We Love to Forget. Julie, before we get to point number one, Mm -hmm. I always like to ask you, especially on Fridays, for a synopsis, a summary, or maybe some specific stories from all of your great coaching clients around the country. Anything in particular or any... uh, you know, agents well, in particular that jump out? Sure. There's kind of a theme. First of all, I want to welcome, I have a, a great incoming class of new elite coaching clients. <laughs> class of 2023. Yes, that's right. So uh, on a future podcast, maybe I'll, I'll make the list of all of their names. But for now, welcome to all of you. And they're all really different, interesting, uh, very focused. I would say the commonality, both between my incoming class and my existing clients, really laser focused. They know what they want out of this year. But if there's a theme song, I would say, The general feeling is that to either do what you were doing when the market was hot, you know, 21, 22, you know, even part of this year, to do the same or better, you are going to have to work harder. You are going to have to be more focused, specifically with regards to finding inventory to do your transactions and not being so MLS dependent. We did a whole podcast on that or a podcast series. So yes, you are going to have to work harder in this market because the the frothiness has kind of bubbled down. Now, that's not true across the board. That's the other trend that we're seeing. For two or three years, the country pretty much moved in lockstep. You know, everybody was having multiple offers. If it was priced right, it looked good. Uh, but now it's decoupling. And you'll see multiple offers in parts of LA, but you're not going to see them maybe in Columbia, Missouri. I had a so lot that's of, changing. I had a, quite a few calls this week with uh, brokers that are thinking about joining us over at eXp Realty. Mm-hmm. And what you just said translates perfectly because some of these brokers is like I had a conversation with one that had like 50 agents and they're thinking about moving over. And we were just doing the math, looking at their spreadsheets. And I noticed on their, this is very normal. When you have an office, say a you know, 50 agents, you're going to have maybe five or seven or 10 that did virtually all the transactions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after that, it pretty much drops like a rock. So in this, in this office in particular, it was something like half the agents or the 50 agents the previous year had done any kind of transaction at all. And of that, say less than 10 had done a majority of them. And so this broker was trying to sort of decide what they were supposed to do with all these agents that weren't productive. And, uh, you know, the reality of it is, is for that brokerage to sell the same number of units this year as they did last year. uh, Unfortunately, what's going to have to happen is what Julie just said, you're going to really have to double down on the agents that are productive, but also the ones that are, that were marginal, the ones that aren't willing to do what they don't want to do and they don't want to do at the highest level, they're probably not going to sell anything. So for that agent or for that mm-hmm. brokerage to sell the same number of units and those agents in that brokerage to sell the same number of units, they are going to have to probably two or three X what they for were sure. doing. I mean, if they were able to, it, it does always come down to very practical numbers, guys. If, for example, in these five points, is, you know, I think a lot of these will really uh, resonate with a lot of you. But whatever you think you, whatever effort it took for you to sell something in 2022, you're going to have to realistically two or three X that. And if you had, for example, you know, a brokerage or a team with 10 agents and you sold, let's say, 200 houses, most likely, if, you're not, if you expect to sell the same number of units, you're probably going to have to increase the effort of the existing agents and probably also add more agents. 
Uh, that's just the, the, the reality of, of markets like this. And where a lot of people get washed under is when they think they can make the same amount of effort they did the previous year or, frankly, less effort than they did the previous year. And when that happens, the market's just going to wash you uh, under. And it's not a bad thing. It's a clearing event, right? That means that new agents and new teams and new brokerages and things like that are going to start to rise. And that's the way things are supposed to work at the end of the day. Uh, yeah, but the uh, the bifurcation is the word that comes yes. to mind, right? Mm -hmm. There's a huge bifurcation that's really obvious. It's always been there, uh, but now it's really obvious. And bifurcation is a simple way of saying there's essentially, you know, People that are going to really make it at a high, at a very high level, like Julie's personal coaching clients, they're probably going to have their best years ever, despite the fact or because of the fact, maybe, that the rest of the market is not doing that great this year. You know, that's really where skills, frankly, time on the job, but really skills and willingness to really work hard come into play. Well, that's right. And so waiting for the market to shift back to a frothy, super hot seller's market is not a strategy. You may not see anything like what we saw over the past several years for the rest of your career. That's entirely possible. Well, you have um, you have arranged for us to have as a special podcast guest your uh, favorite housing economist, Logan <laughs> Montashami from HousingWire. Right. And so he's going to be on the podcast sometime in the next uh, couple of weeks. And um, yeah, I mean, he's basically suggesting that as well, that realistically, we're not going to, and I heard this several times, but you know, Julie, you and I have been saying this for at least two years, mm -hmm. that realistically, we are uh, entering into what was going to be a long phase of what will be mostly, I would think a, you know, not a, it'll be inflation and home values will increase, but it's going to be somewhat of a, um, you know, a recessionary type environment in the economy. That's right. You and know, and he, that's calls it a, he calls it a B&B market, which is called uh, boring and balanced. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yes, less yeah. exciting to be sure. But, you know, I think probably a lot of you wouldn't mind the dust settling and not having to deal with, you know, 15 offers to sort out and still sell a house. So one of the things that happened, I think, maybe yesterday or the day before, is that countrywide, we finally reached an average days on the market of 30. And that is considered a benchmark when things start to look like they could balance out a little bit. The sellers are still in control because of the low inventory. But it's an interesting phenomenon that we have fewer than a million listings, and yet we still have 30 days on the market. So kind of amazing, that's a shift, right? Yeah. Well, I, I posted a picture on our Instagram page this week, which people have really liked. It was a – that one your dad sent us. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you didn't know I put that no, up? No, I didn't. Oh, I thought it was a great picture. Okay. Well, you guys got to go see it. It's a picture of Julie and I, our first year in real estate. And the, the comment I put is, um, so two observations about, this is like what I wrote on the Instagram post, Two op, or a couple things you should know about this picture. Number one, this was taken our first year in real estate uh, when we looked like we were 12 and 13, because basically we were. <laughs> yeah. And two, the clothes we were wearing were from thrift shops. And that was true, because we, could, we couldn't afford uh, nice clothes. And then I said, fact number three, neither of those things mattered because that first year in business, we sold over 100 homes, which we did. We did. You know, so that picture, I just want you to know that that picture was taken before we actually broke all records. And that record supposedly still stands, too. Uh, so that's kind of a, a fun fact. Mm -hmm. But it, here's the other fun fact. Back when Julie and I were selling real estate, it was a market that was um, like, so for example, let's say we're in a 10-year cycle right now for housing the economy. And let's say we're going to be 
in this sort of this, you know, B&B market for the next 10 years. And so when Julie and I got into real estate, we were in essence probably maybe five or six years into a market like what it, this one is becoming. So seven, eight percent interest rates were normal. People didn't even question them. A lot of people were having to stay renters for a longer period of time. There are all, you know, people knew how to do alternative or all, all kinds of different forms of financing, mm, all true. these different, you know, the skills that were necessary to be successful in real estate were radically different. Well, the, the average days in the market ranged from 120, 120, not 20, 120 to 180. Right. So the relationships that you had to have were much longer and required more skill. That's right. So in any event, point is, is if we could do it when we were like nine and 10, <laughs> you guys can <laughs> do it as well. that way. Pop over to Instagram, check out that picture. <laughs> I think uh, with like 1,300 people have already liked oh, it. I can't so that's great. You kind of that. fun. Okay. Why? It's great. You <laughs> look know. super cute. It's fun. Actually, what I'm shocked by is you look very similar. And well, when the picture was taken, you were like, we'd only been married for like, two, three years, yeah. you know, and now we've been married this year for 32. I know. <laughs> Amazing, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So let's get to our five obvious truths about real estate that we, meaning you listeners, love to forget. So all of my note takers, sharpen your pencils or your typing fingers. Let's get started. Point number one, you must make contact with a greater amount of people more frequently than you think. You also must understand the spokes and the wheel analogy and work more than one source of business in order to meet or exceed your goals. There is no silver bullet or easy button lead generation. So stop looking for the magic solution and start creating your own opportunities. It's worth drilling down on that one a little bit. So it's not just the sheer number of people. You must be meeting people, talking with people, and you must be focused on really doing a great job pre-qualifying people. Because if you don't, you are not, you're just going to have a bunch of names in your CRM, whether it's a yellow you know, tablet of paper or an actual CRM. That is not what you're after. So you're going to have to get really, really good at making more contacts more efficiently. Um, I think Julie's going to have in here furiously fast lead follow up someplace. And also you're going to have to be very, very adamant about following our script and asking pre-qualifying questions to determine what their true motivation is. And then giving yourself permission not to chase the ones that are not swimming towards you that are swimming away. So critically important. Point number two. Yes. Point number two. Well, actually, I, I have to have a shout out to Jennifer Turner in Texas one of my elite clients, because we've been talking a lot about when you generate lots of business by talking with a lot more people, you don't have to tolerate kind of questionable, challenging, weird business. She's had a rash of very challenging, you know, I think she's going to get the job done. But what can happen if you don't use scripts and you don't pre-qualify, and I'm not saying that she doesn't, but we're getting better at it, you can work with people that are more challenging. Maybe you want it to be a deal more than they do. And you can start to believe that all of real estate is like that. Right. And then, you know, you also continue to not use scripts and you have a much more difficult time of it than somebody who does know how to not just pre-qualify, but generate at a level where they can say, you know what, that person, not so much. Maybe, I, maybe they really aren't that interested and I'm not going to spend, you know, 15 years of my life putting them in a drip system and following up when they're never going to do anything. Almost always the people that cause you the most stress are the ones that you, that you frankly didn't pre-qualify sufficiently when you started the relationship with them. Yep. For a whole host of reasons you're going to find the more you know about the client before, frankly, you make a commitment to them. And we're not – the point of the prequal is not for you to decide whether you want to work with them or not, but that obviously is a big part of it. The point of the prequal is really to help them uh, you know, determine their own motivation and help them to understand what's really going to have to happen with them 
uh, for them to be successful in this market, which, by the way, is true for you as well. That's the reason we've made Premier Coaching for the first month for free. And if you want to join Premier Coaching, just text the word Premier to 47372. It does include a lot of these scripts. It does include a daily semi-private coaching call. So text the word Premier to 47372 or just go to PremierCoaching.com. Again, text the word Premier to 47372 or just go to PremierCoaching.com. Point number two. Point number two, the things that you avoid the most are the same things that make you the most profitable. These are also the very same things that make you more skilled, a more professional agent successful in any type of price range or market. Most commonly avoid actions in real estate are, you, you guessed it, proactive lead generation, furiously fast lead follow-up, and past client communication. The things you avoid the most are also the most profitable. The things that you rationalize not doing are the things, you know, for I'm too busy or I'll delegate that or I'm going to text them or email them or all these other types of things are the very things that you should be doing at the highest level all the time. You can be a brand new agent with very low skill set and you need just a couple of things. You need to have furiously fast lead follow up as your mantra, have high levels of energy and enthusiasm and sort of kind of know what the hell you're doing. Because if you have good energy and enthusiasm, and if you're doing furiously fast lead follow-up, like immediately, urgently following up with them, you'll be shocked how frequently you actually are able to take a listing or get the buyer to work with you. There are a whole bunch of studies that are done by National Association of Realtors and about you know varying levels of importance of those two points. But here's really the bottom line. Most consumers will work with the first agent that they meet. So be that first agent. And be really clear for those of you who are trying to look for the, you know, look to hit the lazy button. We're talking about conversations, a phone call, <laughs> looking at people in the face, if not a phone call. A digital form of communication, texting, for example, is effective, but nowhere near as good as a phone call. You guys know it. Point number three. Point number three, you must own your success. Your number one affirmation is this. If it's meant to be, it's up to me. Your number two affirmation is, I'm a doer, I get things done, I do things now. Every day you are either self-employed or self-unemployed, depending on the actions that you take. That last part I have coaching clients repeat to me all the time. They'll, they'll report in and they'll say, I have to confess that I was mostly self-unemployed last week. And then we talk about, well, what caused that so you can be self-employed and take more control because it is up to you. You have to own your success. It's not up to your team leader, your broker, the brokerage, the market, the interest rates. It's up to you. And at the end of the day, here's the good news. It really only comes down to maybe three or five things, three to five things a day that you do every day at the highest level, really. And some of those are personal things too. So if you do three to five things at the highest level every single day, you'll be surprised how the momentum, how the accumulation effect of having done those three to five things every single day really do start to add up and add up in profound ways, especially when the years pile on. So if you don't know what those three to five things are, obviously they're mostly consistent for most people. Um, but listen, Jolene and I need to get to the next two points. Obviously, this information is available to you for in Premier Coaching. Text the word Premier to 47372 or just go to premiercoaching.com. That's where all these notes live as well. Point number four. Point number four, you must list to last. The most important job you have in your real estate practice is to take new listings regularly. No matter what you're frustrated by in real estate, the answer is always the same. Take a new listing as soon as possible. Listings are the engine of your business. Listings create leverage. If you Listings create leverage for you to create everything else in your business and your personal life. If you're working primarily with buyers, you are their leverage. But Julie, can we tell them the super secret 
of being a longtime listing <laughs> yes. agent. Top you, secret. You know Don't tell anybody else. You know it's hilarious after 30 years, this still makes us laugh because it's so funny. <laughs> it's so I, true, though. Because I remember the first time uh, somebody told this to us. Yeah. We were in our 20s, and they to- totally lured me in, you know, like <laughs> there's some big damn secret to being a pos- you yes. know, big listing agent. So it's kind of a joke, listeners. But here's what it is. Ready? If you want to be a really successful listing agent, have the listing when it sells. <laughs> Okay. Yes, and that is a rule for our coaching clients. You're only allowed to go after other people's expired. You can't let it expire on you. That's the point. And we did a whole week on expired listings. And a lot of you guys were smart and you became subscribers to the Red X. And they are great at providing you expired listing data. If you're looking for a great source for expired listing data, um, you definitely want to do this because it includes, a use, use this link and it gives you a $150 discount. Text the word RED, R-E-D, to 47372. Text the word RED, R-E-D, to 47372. And what Red X does is they're going to give you every single morning all the fresh expired data in your marketplace so that it makes, makes it super simple for you. Well, frankly, it removes all the excuses for you not to do the real work of real estate. Because at the end of the day, the single greatest opportunity in real estate right now, it's the reason we did a whole week's worth of podcast about expireds, is expired or are expired listings. There's no two ways about that. Because really, what your goal in real estate should be is to working up to a certain number of listings and maintaining that certain number of listings at all times. And many of you, because you're blessed with such a high average sale price, you only need like five listings at all times. That's your entire business model. Your entire business model, listeners, is to build to and then replace when they sell um, you know, the listings and always have five listings at all times. I want you to think in your head how that is not a superior business model to everything else that it's being taught. That's called our magic number for, uh, magic number formula, and it's part of the real estate treasure map. When you get uh, you get that for free, it's the first thing we uh, have everyone complete when they become a coaching client is the real estate treasure map, which is our not so fancy uh, name for our business plan. And the output of that is not only the relief of knowing what all your numbers are, but the output of that is also knowing what your magic number of formula is. Your magic number of listings you have to have at all times. And I promise you, for most of you, it's no more than five. So if you had five listings at all times, pretty much consistently, one or two of those are going to sell every, every single month. And then once you build up to five, when those one or two sell every single month, your job is to replace those one or two. That is the whole damn business model that our top coaching clients have always followed. Now, it might not be five. It might be 10. It might be 15. We have people whose average sale prices are $2 million. But they want to earn $3 million in personal income per year. So we adjusted accordingly. Did I hear? Any, did I say anything about working with buyers? I didn't. But you can if you want to. But I'm saying everything can be built on knowing what your magic number of listings is. Definitely join Premier Coaching. Go to premiercoaching.com or text the word Premier to 47372. Remember when texting, message and data rates may apply. Next point. Point number five. If you have yet to achieve the life of your dreams, there is only one reason. It is this. In order to achieve ever-increasing success in business and in life, you must learn to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. You simply must learn to help enough people to achieve their dreams so you can achieve your dreams. You added learn to, and actually I would edit that, and I would simply say you must do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level because learn to builds learn, it. Learn to help enough people. Right, right. Yeah. You, must, you must learn to do what you don't. You must do what you don't want to do because the okay. learn to gives them a way to procrastinate. Well, that's true because, oh, I have a great example of that. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. 
coaching client who will remain nameless. Uh-oh, hold on. Uh, nope, we're not going to do it. Because actually it's more than, I've had this conversation with more than one of them, where they'll, they'll be like, you know, I'd really like to get good at expireds, but I think I need to have like 100 role play calls first. Exactly. Okay, so that's taking too long to do the learning part. We make a deal in coaching, which is your job is to earn while you learn. And the best people to practice your scripts on are, you know, actual people with actual homes to sell. Because guess what? They don't have a copy of the script. Yeah, I mean, okay, so I don't know who that is. I can't guess because okay. you didn't give I'm me not enough hints. Yes, but that is the thing at the end of the day. That's the reason I didn't like to learn to. That's I think okay. you appreciate You're right. that. You're right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, guys, it's do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And Julie just made a great you know, reminder to all of you. The sellers, the expireds in this particular case, do not know that you are learning on the job. They don't know that you're, you know, feeling uncomfortable. You're reading a script, let's say. You have not yet internalized, memorized, and then personalized the script. They don't know you've never been on a listing presentation. Or they don't know that you've never listed a house for someone that's not your centers of influence and past clients. Stop working all these things in your head. The only real way you're ever going to move past your fear, basically, is by doing it. We'll educate you, we'll motivate you, we'll get you into action. But at the end of the day, you have to be the one that does it. And the miracle, I'll have, I mean, this is, we love, this is the reason we still are in this business after this long. The experience that we have as real estate coaches, the first time somebody actually takes a listing for, that they self-generated, that they had no previous attachment to, that they didn't have to buy the lead, is so incredible. I mean, you oh, have, I love it. I mean, I think you and I both live vicariously through those we listing do, victories. We remember. We do remember. And by by that, you know, the type of listing Tim describes, something that wasn't either directly referred to you or you bought, a proactively generated from beginning to end. That means that you are the reason that you are taking that listing. I remember, Julie, uh, how terrible you and I were at, and everyone's terrible at it when they start. And, and it's it's fun to be terrible because the pain of failure causes you to learn faster. But how terrible we were at going after expireds in any sort of business for sure. sale by owner when we first got into the business. We didn't know what the hell we were doing. And our center of influence was about 12 years old also, so not all yeah. of them were ready to buy or sell. Right. They, so, yeah. We had no center of influence, really. I mean, we did no center of influence deals. It was all from proactive lead generation. And we quickly learned, well, you don't say that or, you know, that's not going to have a desired outcome. We didn't even really have any scripts. We were using some scripts that our broker had given to us, but it wasn't really Not useful. like you have scripts now. Right. It, not like, yeah. frankly, we give you guys scripts in the coaching program. What we did have, though, is we were energetic. We were enthusiastic. We took listings our first year in the business, and all of you will hopefully experience this as well. It's not just for new agents that I'm passing this information along. It's for all of you because many of you need to allow yourselves to be put back into the stage of conscious incompetence where you acknowledge the fact that you don't really know what you need to know to be to be you know a successful in this market. Stop resisting it. I don't care if you've been in the business for 10 or 15 years. If you're not yet a dominant listing agent, allow yourself to be vulnerable and put yourself back into the point where you are realizing you don't know something. Well, here's the thing. If you want to have an unfair advantage in business and personal life, really, energy and enthusiasm is going to win the day. Julie and I took business, and all of you will take business, purely from the fact that you make them feel good. Energy and enthusiasm. I remember the, I remember the first listing you and I took. Mm -hmm. um, and Actually, it would have been the second listing we took. It was straight-up competition, and you and I didn't know what the hell we were doing in the listing presentation, but we were bouncing off the walls and enthusiastic, 
And after the, uh, the listing, uh, we thought, well, that was fun. We have no idea what'll come of it. Yep. You know, we, we didn't even know how to close, right? And they ended up listing the property with us. And the reason they ended up listing the property with us, they said, we don't really know what you said, but you had a lot of great energy and the other agents I didn't. That. I 1,000%, yeah. I can picture the house, yeah. two story, four bedroom, yeah. vinyl siding. Totally, it was probably white. Worthington, I think. Dominion or uh, MI. Yeah, I totally yeah. remember that because I remember standing in the kitchen and they said something like, you were the only ones who seemed to have any enthusiasm for actually doing this job. Right, and we're like, of so. course we have enthusiasm. We're like, you know, 14 <laughs> and 15. Because we're a bundle of nerves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're you super. Know? But there's a lesson in that. And we tell you guys these stories because the speed in which you learn and improve is so much faster when you're putting yourself into those situations. Even if you don't win every time, that, that has value because you're going to learn from that. And then the next time you're going to be better and better and better. Stop protecting yourself. Get out there. Nothing bad's going to happen. Well, okay. So a funny story about that that I use in coaching calls, right? So the blessing of real estate is that you can earn while you learn. Different than, say, an airline pilot, okay? <laughs> Different than, say... A surgeon, you know, surgeons practice their scalpel method on tomatoes because the skin of the tomato is similar to the skin of people. Well, you guys don't have to do any of that. Nobody's going to die if you screw something up. Or ruin produce. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, stop taking it so massively seriously and get out there. It's a lot more fun to uh, learn on the job than to think about learning on the job. You know, okay, one more quick uh, story. One of my newer coaching clients is a uh, national champion boxer, okay, from Sweden. And he said that he realized Hold that, on, national that, champion in Sweden? Yes. Okay. Okay. And I know so, who it is. Yes, I know. And he, he made a great analogy yesterday on our call. He said, you know, I realized that I need coaching because it would be similar to me if I just sat around on my couch and watched a bunch of YouTube videos about boxing and then put myself in the ring. I would have my clock cleaned. I would, you know, I'd be knocked out instantly. Even though I, I gathered some things and I tried to put it together, I need somebody to show me exactly what to do and exactly how to do it. But here's the big differentiator. That guy was really successful in the past and he knows that for him to be successful now, yes. he knows he has to reignite those neural pathways to learn. But here's the, this is the reality of it, okay? Mm -hmm. yeah. A vast majority of the age, people in life in general, they don't really want to improve. They like self-improvement books and tapes, and they like to sure. listen to things and show up to pep rallies and, you know, Anthony Robbins events or whatever, but they don't really want to change. They like the feeling that they are going to change. They like that temporary it, hit of motivation. It's like simulated motivation. It, exactly. You know? It's very, very few that actually take the next level and are serious about um, their success. There's not, again, guys, Julie and I have been coaching and training agents for decades. And I can 100% tell you within the first like 60 seconds of talking to somebody, whether they've got that spark or not, whether they actually are truly ready to make themselves uncomfortable, do what they don't want to do and they don't want to do at the highest level. And really, frankly, in a lot of cases, change their lives. And some people, you may have never experienced what that feels like before. You don't know because you've never been a boxer. You've never been a champion, this or the other thing. I mean, certainly Julie and I weren't. We've been in the real estate business. And most of you had, you know, differing levels of success, but you've never had a high level of success. But it doesn't matter. It's still innate within you. There's something inside of you that wants to grow, wants to change, wants to improve. But you have to move past your resistance to learning or feeling rejected or all these fear-based things. And on the other side of it, you're going to realize when looking back 
that those things that were holding you back before were really just a fart in the wind. There was nothing to them. And in some cases, you've allowed these preconceived notions about your potential to hold you back for decades and decades. Well, that's true. And you can get that analysis paralysis for years or decades. It's a market like this that shakes all that loose, though. Yes, but it also gives everybody opportunity to light that spark. And, you know, in coaching, we give you permission to make mistakes. It's okay. You realize what you're going to do here with this, you being so coachy, coachy today, right? Sorry. So do you want me? Okay. (laughs) Well, I'm going to say it then. One more. One more. Okay. So Julie is, um, are you sure? One more time. Okay. So Julie is interested in increasing her uh, personal schedule. And if you are interested in being coached by Julie personally, you need to, uh, I'll I'll tell you what, you can text Julie directly at 512-758-1008. That's a different text number. So if you want to be coached by Julie directly, text her directly at 512-758-1008. But do include a little bit of information about you. And don't worry about it being too much. There's no no such thing. So tell us how long you've been in the business and what your volume is and all the rest of it. Julie is expensive for sure. Um, And we do have other coaches that maybe some of you will be a better fit with when you're starting with us. But if you are interested truly in taking your business and personal life to the next level and you want to be coached by, you know, Julie Harris, text her directly, 512-758-0206, So, oh, that was mine. And Julie says (laughs) 512-758-1008. You guys get it. Write it down. We'll sort it out. Don't worry. If you're serious, you'll know you can write phone numbers down. (laughs) Uh, but again, Julie's yeah. is 512-758-1008. Oh, did I tell you? National Association of Realtors says that we can start calling ourselves America's number one coaches. That's pretty awesome, isn't yeah, it? it is, isn't so, it? So there you go. Not crazy? Yeah. All right. In the meantime, you guys have a great day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>